0: Because it's time for former vice mayor of the city of Cincinnati, Christopher Smitherman, with what we call the Monday Morning Smither event. Welcome back, Christopher. Always love having you on the program. Hope you had a great weekend.
1: I had a great weekend, Brian. Thank you so much uh, for for having me on. Um, let me start with two important sport, sporting events. One, um, the Super Bowl. You know, congratulations to the Kansas City fans that are local, that are across the country, who are listening. Um, great win for them. It was a great Super Bowl, right? All the way down to the wire, so um, that's the kind of Super Bowl you want to see. Yeah, one that's hard fought.
0: No, I I slept through most of the first half and woke up during uh, the halftime show and that's when I went to bed, so (laughs) I wasn't exactly sitting on the edge of my seat, Christopher, but that's okay. Well, Brian Thomas,
1: I wasn't either. (laughs) We were were together in that. (laughs) But Still, congratulations to them, and uh, I, you know I've always publicly shared with you that the um, you know the, the Seton High School has has a wonderful swim team. My, my daughter uh, swims on that team, yeah, and they also had they also had a great weekend uh, showing uh, you know a great performance uh, for their school and for um, our region. So hats off to the to the Seton Saints and their swim team. Um, Listen, man, I want to get fired up about so many things like it was last week. I don't know where to start. So let me just start with our local uh, past fire chief, Chief Washington. Again, you're a lawyer. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, a judge here has come out and clearly said, I'd like you to help me explain this. But the city put a motion in basically saying this was maybe September of last year.
0: Saying that the chief didn't have a case. Yeah, he was. Um, uh, he claimed. Yeah, he claimed he was. Out. He claimed he was wrongfully terminated. Correct.
1: That is correct. Okay, so he files. He
0: files a complaint. You know, alleging that he was wrongfully terminated and seeking what his job back or you know back pay, damages, whatever the case may be. The response from the city is to move to dismiss the complaint on the grounds that he doesn't state a cause of action or he doesn't have one. The judge gets the rule on that motion to dismiss. That comes first. The judge did rule on it and said, no, he can go ahead and move on with trial and discovery. So discovery is next. Discovery is next. That's the
1: best part of litigation. And And the part that was most interesting is that the judge said that the chief could go after the city manager personally. Yep. Um, And I think this has to do with defamation. Um, You know, the chief deserves to have a good name. He gave 30 years of his life to this fire department. He spent two years of that as the chief. Um, and you know, when you read the articles and the things that were said, um, they were very damaging to him. Um, so if untrue, uh, the city is going to have a problem. I think if I was a member of city council a long time ago, I would have asked the administration to stop running their mouth publicly, but they didn't. (laughs) Yeah. I also know, I also know that it impacted, uh, his ability to get another job that he was up for in this period of time, because of the things that they were saying. So yeah. this is going to be this is going to be very interesting. The sad part about it, Brian Thomas, is that the taxpayers of Cincinnati will pay the big bill. Ultimately, the city will write a check public. They've made another big mistake. Right? They've terminated somebody without cause, and then went after their their thirty year reputation as a as a as a fireman. Serving our city, and I have no idea why they did it, what their motivation was. I'll let the discovery uh, ferret all that out. But, but a, but, a great win for him, and he deserves it. Yeah,
0: big win, and you know that it's a great point. I, I think there is a tort out there, like tortious interference with employment. Like if someone. Starts uh, a, a besmirching your name and your reputation to a potential employer. You can it's a it's an actionable offense along those lines. So not quite sure if all the dots get connected, but yeah. But what a terrible thing! The guy goes out, he's looking for another job, and the and he he was eligible for it. He's got he's got a lot of experience, and then we're like, nah, we're not going to take a risk. We saw what some of these people were saying about you, and yeah, we'd love to hire you because you're great and you got a great experience, but. Here's what they've said. And, uh, you know, our local community might not cotton too well to that. So that's terrible. So we'll see.
1: And, Brian, let me be clear that if you read some of the articles, you think it's sexual misconduct. It has nothing to do with that. The the city is charging that he was responsible, in my opinion, as I've read and understand as the Mm -hmm. former vice mayor, responsible for the climate of the fire department as it relates to women yeah and they had an organization called women's help helping women uh, do this kind of study look if i was a, a board member for women women helping women here um i would make sure that i had my t's crossed my eyes dotted here because if they do not have the skill set in order to do such an evaluation which is what the city relied on on terminating him They might also have a problem in all of this. It just doesn't make any sense to say this fire chief is now responsible for hundreds of plus years of, you know, they're saying uh, 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 hostility towards women. Within the fire department, it
0: just yeah. did not make any sense. Well, and he was only on the job for two years. I mean, if you've got a culture like that, and it's you know ingrained or embedded, and I'm not saying it was or it wasn't, but you know, it's a little difficult to write the ship. Sometimes, you know, it takes generations to you know, move past you know former uh, 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 evil ways, as the case may be. So we'll see who gets his day in court. We'll keep our popcorn out on that one. This discovery yeah, should be you, revealing. Brother. And then they'll be sitting down at the settlement table trying to close <laughs> the books on that one. 737, we'll bring Christopher back. I know he's got more to talk about. And I definitely want to mention twenty-two-three Firearms Range and Gunshore. Christopher, <laughs> what, uh, what else
1: is on your mind? Let me tell you, brother. Um, special prosecutor for President Biden. Um, this issue where... Um, He gave some interviews regarding documents that he had uh, that were classified in his home. And this has a variety of splinters to it to me. Um, But the special prosecutor basically said, we're not going to charge you. Um, However, I want to note that there's some memory issues here, some recall issues, as I was doing the interview of this older person who happens to be the president of the United States. And to see the media just go crazy um, defending it, going after the attorney general, going after the special prosecutor. It was just an amazing sight to spend doctors over the last three or four days. But the kicker was when President Biden then decided to skip the Super Bowl, meaning people might not know this, but presidents typically given some type of an address during the Super Bowl. The combination of those two things. And then him doing this video interview, sitting like in a theater style with snacks in front of him, popcorn and potato chips. It was the most bizarre thing that I've seen in a long time. I can't make this stuff up. Anybody can go out and see this video that he dropped. But the issue that we continue to have are partisans who continue to say that President Biden has no issues. (laughs) He has no memory or mental issues. I just want to say we're going to go back and look at this part of history. And, you know, I haven't said this publicly, but I used to say, you know, privately, I don't think they're going to switch him out and bring somebody else in. I'm kind of moving to the other side here that the Democratic Party, because they're not allowing him to go across the country and do normal appearances, normal debates, these kinds of things, that maybe they are thinking that they're going to ride this to the Democratic National Convention and switch him out.
0: Well. I think that's the case, and I think those Democrats out there that are you know indignant about Robert Hur's special report and him including all these issues in there about why he can't be prosecuted because his brain ain't working, I think they're they're inside. They're very happy that this happened. Because they've got a problem on their hands, and they know it. Joe Biden, and I'm sure that the Democrats who get to talk to him on a regular basis, unlike the, uh, uh, the, the constituents that he represents, he will speak to people behind the scenes. I imagine they witness this kind of uh, deterioration all the time, and they probably perceive it worse than we do. Because we only get these occasional opportunities when they allow him to go out in the world, and it seems to me every time they allow him to go out in the world, he's screwing it up again. So I think actually they're happy about this. This is another nail in the coffin. More politicians on the Democrat side of the ledger are coming out and talking about his cognitive decline. You know, James Carville's actually saying it out loud. Uh, more prognostic- prognosticators are saying that you know they're going to swap him out at the Democrat convention in August, Christopher. What a bait-and-switch. They keep him hanging around until August, and they have him pull the plug before the convention, and then 3,900 delegates get to decide without any primaries, without any voting, on who the Democratic nominee is going to be. I I, 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 just scream shenanigans right there.
1: And then how do you think all of those candidates who've been out here running for the office— how do they feel in that moment? I really did not have an opportunity. This The, the fix was in. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be very, very the- interesting. But I this weekend was the first time I said, you know what? Based on looking at him, the theater thing with the popcorn, and I'm talking about smaller bags, but I don't want to give a public interview at the uh, Super Bowl. You know, what the special prosecutor noted about his memory, I really started thinking, you know what, the Democratic Party, as you indicated, might view this as a gift on the inside. Mm -hmm. And they write they really might be doing a switch up um, at the national convention.
0: And you think about this. On top of that, whoever ultimately, let's assume this is, is going to happen. This is how it'll play out. He'll retire or step down in right in advance of the convention in August. They pick whoever they want, whether it's Gavin Newsom or I mean, there's a whole bunch of names that have been floated around. But um, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer's one that's been floated around. Uh, Pennsylvania Governor Josh, Josh Shapiro has been one. But say they pick one of those. Those folks are not, to my knowledge, currently running presidential campaigns. They're not having to go out and fundraise or anything. They get to save all the time and hassle of going through that process by sitting and waiting around till August. They get anointed then and then only have to respond to Q&A for a couple of months before the election. Just hide in the basement like Joe Biden did. They may very well take it away because of the lightning rod that evil orange man MAGA Trump is, right?
1: That's so crazy! It is. It's, I mean, I've never, I've never seen anything like it. I, I, I've been, I've been following politics, you know, for a long time. Um, I, I want to just pivot, Brian, and talk about the special prosecutor down in Georgia who has a hearing today at two o'clock on her possible misconduct and using money um, while uh, being in a relationship with the uh, special prosecutor yeah. who is prosecuting the former uh, president, President Trump on whether he interfered in the Georgia election. Um, I just noticed how quiet um, some of these news outlets have gotten about this (laughs) subject matter. Like they used to be, oh, we're defending her. No, they're doing this because she's a woman. No, they're doing it because she's African-American. And now they're getting more quiet and the drumbeat is starting, you know what? Maybe you should step aside. Maybe this is a distraction to the case. Maybe we do have a problem. Maybe you didn't tell the truth. You can kind of hear the drumbeat moving against prosecutor. Most people a lot of people might not even know what you and I are talking about, but the reality of it is she hired a special prosecutor. She clearly now has admitted she was in this relationship with him. He's he's prosecute. She is prosecuting the former president, uh, over wh- what they're saying. He broke the law by trying to overturn the Georgia election four years ago. How can you prosecute somebody when you have your own corruption case going on around you. That's an amazing piece. It is. Like how do the Democrats even think that she can move forward with the case?
0: Well, that's why she needs to step down and recuse herself from it and let somebody else handle it. Otherwise, it's a big lightning rod of concern, and it looks like there's... Uh Well, the appearance of impropriety, which all lawyers must avoid. And there is certainly the appearance Mm. of impropriety, especially when the special prosecutor, not just her boyfriend, but also widely referred to, is not qualified to prosecute this case because he just hasn't done that kind of thing before.
1: That's right. That's right. And I'm going to say one thing because we're almost off. I know. Look, you know, I talk about President Trump, former President Trump needs to know how to stop running his mouth. I just want to say that in the most crude way. And I can say a cruder, but just I wish sometimes he understood this civility thing that people try to talk to him about. So this notion that he started talking about um, uh, Ambassador Nikki Haley and her husband and where is he and blah, blah, blah. She had such an easy response. He's serving our country. He's serving our country. Listen, the, the, the thing politicians should leave alone are other people's families. Don't attack other people's families. Somebody has to get to him and say, stop this behavior. And her answer was so patriotic, you can't respond to it because you say he's out serving his country. Yeah, I mean, that's where he is. I have a son who's serving in the military right now. You know, I've seen him about five times in four years almost. I mean, the reality of it is military families have a stress upon them because we don't have access to our loved ones. That was something, again, as I've, I've said, to those people who support Trump, you go, "Hey guy, why are you saying these things? Yeah. What are you doing?" And so that's the part that really frustrates me and my spleens that he's got to be careful with these kinds of broad statements and, 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 and should really just leave people's families out of it. Just leave her husband out of his mouth. Just stop it.
0: Yeah, I'll agree with that. I didn't like it when
1: I didn't like it I didn't like it when they talked about his wife.
0: You know, oh, I, don't I like understand it people
1: bring anybody's family in it. it's, it's just oh, wrong.
0: and you struggle with that when your when your wife Pamela was, was dealing with her cancer diagnosis. I know and it really it incensed you to find out what was being said behind the scenes in those text messages. but I will say with one exception, I think it's fair game to 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 beat hunter Biden up over that because clearly he was a source of revenue to his father, so there is a direct connection politically I, I and agree. ethically to that
1: I so, agree a hundred percent and and congratulations to. Israel on getting those hostages home last night that was really good to see and they'll be they'll be reunited with their families and we can't remember, we can't forget that Israel is trying to still still get back hostages and every once in a while we'll see these great victories of their special forces going in and bringing hostages back mm-hmm. So congratulations yeah. to them and those who are watching that fight. Brian Thomas, I love you, brother. Love you, Thank man. Thank you so much for having me on every every week. If people can follow me, at Vote Smitherman brother. At
0: VoteSmithman on X, formerly known as Twitter. Until next Monday, best of health to you and your family, brother. We'll talk.